you're in a, in a real estate investor. From there, what you're going to try to do is do two things. One, to try to get the lowest price on the property, but understanding what the seller's pain points are. And then two, try to book an appointment to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. Most of the time, the appointment is that same day. So then from there, it's just a matter of picking up the phone right as soon as they're right. done with the assistant, right? Because we have it as an assistant. And then it goes from there. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Azria Show. Mike, we are pretty close to 100 episodes We now. are, we're getting there. So we're going to definitely celebrate once we hit that 100th episode. And thank you all for listening, because without you all, we wouldn't be able to do this. So give yourselves a round of applause. Yay! All right. (laughs) So I'm Marcus Maloney, your host, and we have Mike Delpreet, the executive director, as our co-host. Hello, hello. And today we have George. I thought you were going to try it. Applicano. Applicano. <laughs> we have George Applicano here. Oh, you did good. Uh, good, yeah. Yeah, that's because after you said <laughs> it. <laughs> He's a wholesaler, fix and flipper, real estate investor here in the Valley. Was a lender, no longer a lender. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about all things, just real estate investing mm-hmm. in general, you know, lead sources, how you find deals in this market. So, George, man, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm very, very good. And I'm, I'm, I'm pleasure to be on the show and honored awesome, to be man. in front of you guys. Great. Great, great. So give us um, give us your background, man. Background? All right. Um, I was a lender at Wells Fargo for 20 years. I was a telesales manager. So worked my way up. Telesales manager. Yeah. So you used to being on the phone. Yeah. So I used to sell loans on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a temporary employee, worked as a temporary employee for Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden got hired on as an agent, then worked my way to becoming a manager there. You know, did the corporate route, realized my ceiling was at, at there at the corporate route. Yep. And then all of a sudden my kids went to went to high school and I go, man, I can't afford college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like just my salary and stuff, like it just wasn't enough. So that's what got my interest into real estate. Like I, I saw these videos online. Mm-hmm. Ron LeGrand was mm-hmm. one of my first videos that I saw online. And then afterwards it was Sean Terry and things like that. Great. Okay. And um that's what drew me into real estate. So I was doing a little bit of lending and then also real estate on the side and figuring things out. How many kids you have? Two. Yeah, now they're 20 and, and 18. One's going to Spain for soccer. The other one's at ASU, wow. going to be graduating in about a year. So so how, because I have a similar story, right? So um, how did you, when you realize, you know, oh, I can't pay for college, I'm sure they're pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you work full time and get into the wholesale business. Was it wholesaling that you started? Yeah, it was yeah. wholesaling. Okay, so yeah. how'd that work out? That's how. It, What'd your um, day look like? So, started seeing these. So, as a loan officer, I would get the documentation, right? So, a lot of people that would have lease options that wanted to now execute the option, right? So, they wanted to qualify for a house, qualify for the loan. I would get them into those loans, right? Mm-hmm. So, I would see that, right? And then I would see a lot of fix and flip settlement statements, right? So, I'd see an investor, they would buy a property, rehab it. Then all of a sudden, I'd see the settlement statement showing what they ended up making on the on the transaction. I'm like, okay, I got, I understand enough to know where the money's coming from, Got right? It. 
So with the lease options, I figured that that's going to be the easiest kind of path because, okay, maybe I can figure out how I could sell that lease option or, or create one and make a commission, yeah. right? So started researching that, went on to the, went on to the YouTube University, started mm-hmm. looking at that. And I figured that I could do it part-time because luckily my schedule was that I was working in the mornings at Wells Fargo yeah. and at, at Bank of America too because I did it also there. So I worked from like 7 till 3. And then I would make my phone calls at lunch. Mm-hmm. And then I would do follow-up calls in the afternoon as soon as I was out. Got it. So, and that's how I would keep on trying to produce more business, right? A lot of it was just calling, trial and error, right? Yeah. Fail, 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 talk to sellers, see what they needed. And a lot of it didn't fit because I didn't know, right? I was like, oh, I'm trying to sell a lease option when somebody just actually wanted a listing or something like that, right? And so then, and... The biggest part was, okay, so how can I do this for free? Yeah. Right. So went to Craigslist, went to Zillow, looked for sale by owners, started calling all of them. A lot of them were wholesalers. I didn't know they were wholesalers at the time. And so then just, yeah, just kept on doing that. That's funny. You know, a couple of months went by, then I go, I I need some help. Like I'm trying to figure this thing out on my own, but I need some help. Went to a, went to an interview, an interview thing where they were going to put YouTube videos online. And then I met an investor there. Ah, okay. When mm. I met an investor there, he was like, yeah, I just get properties under contract. And then I turn around and sell that contract. I was like, okay, great. Let me help you out with some phone calls. Let me, maybe you can help guide me and this and that. And so went, did that. We did that for a couple of months. And then when we finally got our first deal, we ended up getting it under contract and the dude didn't pay me. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't set the expectation up front like, hey, this is my commission or anything uh-huh. like that. It was more of an education type thing. And he's like, well, you know, like, well, sorry, this is not going to work out. So after that, I asked him, well, OK, if you're not going to pay me, then give me all of the passwords for a Flip to Freedom, the Sean Terry okay. program. Right. So I grabbed all that, grabbed all the knowledge, grabbed all the education from there, downloaded a bunch of files before he could change the password. And then- and You uh, know that, Sean listens that to was this, a, right? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> so, you get an invoice in the mail. <laughs> right. And then I started calling, like I really started dialing into Zillow leads. Okay. Uh, when I did the Zillow leads, that like Zillow for sale by owners, I met, I made a phone call to an investor that had a house in Tempe, and he actually was the one that walked me through my first wholesale deal. He's wow. like, I'm an investor. I just want this. I could care less what you make on it. Mm-hmm. I just want this. If you can make more, great. I got it there under contract. Go. I met with another investing friend of mine, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, I have, this, I have this deal. I don't know what to do with it. Like, I have the contract. And he's like, yeah, I have somebody that'll buy it. No problem. Boom. Mm-hmm. I didn't make a lot of money, 2500 bucks, But at least hey. it now... Gar- but like, when you're working... Exactly. Yeah. And I, was, you know, I was still working. So it was yeah. good, a good supplemental income. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that gave me proof of concept. Yeah. Like, now it's solidified. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. So then from there, I just uh, we started taking off. Quick question. Okay. All right. So going back, yeah, the whole mentor, mentor, menteeship didn't go right because right. you know you mentee, yeah, did you say ship or ship? <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying right. <laughs> well in his case it was, <laughs> um, that didn't go that didn't go right but what i did like about what you said was you came with providing service first hey you, you knew that he was doing what you wanted to do you said hey you know what let me just jump on the phones let me make phone calls for you let me mm-hmm. do something for you and that's one of the things that me and mike always tell people to do is don't go out there and say 
hey, I'm looking for a mentor. Can you be my mentor? No, lead, lead with some kind of value. Just right. come out and say, hey, you know what? This is what I'm good at. I'm good at shooting videos. Maybe I can do X amount of videos for you, but you show me, you know, what to say to a seller, how to walk me through a deal or something like that. So you did that. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the, that's the basis. If someone's to come to me and ask, hey, how can I get started in this thing? All right, well, let's look, what, what, are, you, what, what are your skills, right? Mm-hmm. What are your skills and what are your values that you can bring to the table and then assist me in my business so that we can get you educated and learn how to learn the steps on the on Mm-hmm. in this business so and, and let's not discount you know especially when you're getting started or even even if you're successful it, for sale by owners like yep. they're raising their hand they're like yep. i want to sell yeah right you know what i mean and i think that's great for new people to what we say is uh, get the marbles out of your mouth like go through that script yeah. ask those questions get uncomfortable you know what i mean and go through the and get a deal Yep. <laughs> at, at the yeah. same time yeah and you're never going to know until you actually start talking to the sellers mm-hmm. and once you once you get to like all right i've talked to 20 30 or 40 sellers yeah it's pretty much all of them are all in the same boat they want to sell their property but for different reasons right and those reasons have some sort of an emotional connection to mm-hmm. them right mm-hmm. unless they're some sort of investor right if they're an investor they just want the cash or they want to get their own goals but they all have some sort of emotional connection where you can step in and you can actually help yeah, right. solving know, problems somehow, so, some way, right? So, you, so your first deal, you got insight, inside access to Sean Terry's program. Second deal, you got twenty five hundred bucks, right? So now, so when did you start picking up momentum and like, hey, I'm, I can leave this job. Like, I don't need Wells Fargo anymore. Yeah. How'd that look? Well, so luckily, I had my loan officer's license, right? Mm-hmm. So since I had my loan officer's license, I said. Well, I can go and become a, a broker, right? Just a lending broker mm-hmm. and do real ah, okay. loans on my own, right? So I don't have that nine to five job right. where I was obligated within Wells Fargo, right? And if I didn't have that nine to five job, then I could focus on doing this and doing that, split my time, right? And I already had a client base. I already had a client base leaving Wells Fargo. I had a little okay. bit of a Facebook group. I reached out to all those Facebook groups for my loan officer stuff. The funny thing was is that through that, a lot of people started referring me a lot of real estate stuff. Like, hey, I want to list my property, or mm-hmm. hey, I'm trying to sell this house, or hey, I'm trying to buy a house, right? So then from there, it kind of got a little bit mixed. But at the end of the day is that still, half of my day was still dedicated to Zillow, to mm-hmm. Zillow and Facebook leads, because those were free. Craigslist, and so Craigslist mm-hmm. was also a big thing of mine. So just kept on doing that, right? Just kept on calling and seeing. After that, one of my actual partner for Cash Now Homes, he called me up and he's like, hey, I see you walking all these properties and doing all this stuff. He's like, hey, I have a I have a bunch of leads. I have a cold call, a cold caller that's calling in a bunch of leads. And I was like, all right, great. Well, you know, whatever leads you want to team up with and let's go ahead and do that. Boom. We he called me up the very next day after that. And he's like, I have a lead out in Buckeye. Great. We went to go to the lady, the lady out in Buckeye. She wanted to sell her property for she was like she was hesitant. She was stuck on 150. We ended up getting it down to about 125 because she needed to move right away. And I was like, at 150, it's not a deal. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. But at 125, we can go ahead and make it work. We got it locked up right then and there, turned around, and we were actually able to sell it sell it off to an investor right away. We ended up making like 20 grand on that. Nice. 19, okay. 19, 8. And that was our first check together. Got so it. when we got the first check together, I was like, hey, you want to partner up? And partner up and still partner still partner Who's your partner? still partner six years six years who's your partner he's the shy guy he likes to be in the background albert say huh okay i don't know maybe okay. I see, yeah see yeah him. he's he's not 
Like he's mm-hmm. just the guy in the background, yeah, and you know, he just doesn't want to. All good, you know. So he's like, "Hey, you, you be the face." And, and there you then, go. Uh, there you go. I was like, well, "Are you sure you want this face?" <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool, man. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I never. It's cool to put a face with the name for at least with your logo. Cause I'm, I'm on your. I get your emails. Your emails. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I was always wondering who it was. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So it's me, my partner. Then I can go into how we built up a group. Yeah, let's yeah. talk. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, we ended up doing. We were, we were, we were doing about two to two to five deals every single month, just me and him. And then all of a sudden, I was like, all right, well, we both came. He also has a background at Wells Fargo, and he was okay. also at Chase and. Bank of America, I think, as well. So he had a mortgage background as well. So coming from that background, we were like, all right, let's go ahead and make a call center. And let's go ahead and have these all these people just come into our office and then stay here from 9 to 5 because that's the way we were brought up. Right. The world's changing. It's not like that, right? So right. we ended up growing a team where we had 10 people, right? We had three VAs. We had three VAs, and then we had like seven people that were all cold calling and trying to get deals and this and that. But it was one of those things where it was like herding cats, right? Mm. They were all younger, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, anywhere between 20 to 25. So these guys make $6,000 check and then they'd be gone for like four months. They'd be like, oh, I'm a millionaire, right? I'm gone, right? But in the interview, they're like, I want to buy houses. I want to become rich. I want the Mm -hmm. watch. I want all this. And then all of a sudden they see the money and then they're gone. Like, so... I was like, we can't build a business around this, right? We just can't. So fast forward till now, got rid of all of those guys. Now we have a CRM that is that has an AI connection to it. So mm-hmm. like for the for sale by owners, yeah. we just put, we load them into the, into the system. From there, it starts talking to them automatically, right? So mm-hmm. it's like asking them, trying to drill down what their pain points are and going down to what the price is, what's the lowest price that it can offer, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll get to that price after that, it books a, it books an automatic appointment. From there, we just follow up on the appointments. So let's wrap our head around that, because it's like, you know, AI, you know, it's hot right now since ChatGPT yep. and all that, and obviously it's life-changing. So obviously you're obviously doing this pretty quickly. So when you say it's calling or not, it, so just walk us through someone that has no idea what you're talking right. about, like from AI to the homeowner and a deal happens, like what's that look like? Yeah. So. Um, AI is a language model, right? So all it is is just it's a computer that's able to read and understand what you're saying, right? It it is, a lot of people call it like a a parrot, right? Mm -hmm. It it does, it understands enough to be able to give you a response, right? Now, whether the response is right or wrong, that's up to Mm -hmm. the prompt that you give it, right? So basically, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's, but we have AI in everything right now, right? So when you're putting in, when you're typing a letter out and how it gives you the predictive words, that's mm-hmm. AI. Yeah. All of that stuff. When it's giving you the typos and the correct word, that's AI. All right. So AI, ChatGPT has developed this thing, a language model that basically understands what you're saying. And it can get the history of everything that's on the internet and be able to give that back to you in, in, in words. Yeah. All right. So what happens if you have the greatest salespeople in the world and you have all of that information from the greatest salespeople in the world okay. and you have a language model that's able to spit that out? Yeah, it's huge. Yep. Right? Exactly. So then now all you have to do is just create a system that would be able to have conversations with people. It's not perfect, right? So it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like, oh, okay, great. I got this deal and it's at 50% of value. I'm getting it at 50 cents on the dollar. It's not like that. But it is enough to where right now while I'm having this podcast with you guys, it's texting 
all of my conversations mm-hmm. with my sellers. We haven't connected it to email yet, but that's going to be the next iteration. Once it connects to email, it'll be able to respond back from an email saying, hey, here's, here's what we're looking at. But it basically is now, we have a process where it's like, it's filtering out the lead, right? Okay. Are you interested in selling? Do you want full price? What are some of the issues that are going on with the house? Does the roof need repair? Does it, AC, does it need AC? Does it need all this? So, what are you so, estimating? So, so you're, I'm assuming you're skip tracing it thousands of phone numbers, right? Leads, right? And then it's texting those leads? It's texting those leads, right? Mm -hmm. So for sale by owners are easier, right? For sale by owners are easier because they're putting their hand up, right? With the skip tracing, it's a little bit more difficult because they have to be opted in, right? So Mm -hmm. we send out keywords on advertising like, hey, um, cash, right? For Mm -hmm. a cash offer on a Facebook ad or on a Google ad, just cash this for text. And then once they're in, they're opted in. Yeah, and then we go to that. So for foreclosures, as an example, right? Hey, you want a free foreclosure, how to get out of foreclosure packet? Text text help at one, two, three, four, five, or whatever. Then now they're opted in, and now they're part of that follow-up process. And they get the, the, whatever the download is, and now you can start Mm -hmm. communicating them. Now are these like pre-populated prompts? Like, hey, if I ask, how much do you want for your house? like it knows which way it to go. knows yeah it, it, it knows or you tell it mm-hmm. it knows like it knows enough so the whole thing about it is the prompt that we have is that you're in a, a real estate investor from there what you're going to try to do is do two things that's it i'm oh, sorry you're trying to do two things one to try to get the lowest price on the property but understanding what the seller's pain points are and then two try to book an appointment to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. Most of the time, the appointment is that same day. So then from there, it's just a matter of picking up the phone right as soon as they're right. done with the assistant, right? Because we have it as an assistant and then it goes from there. But yeah, as an example, right? We notice that the property on the way that the conversation would go, hello, this is Mia with Cash Now Homes. We're interested on the property on Taylor Street, great. Yes, we're interested in, uh, if you're interested in a cash offer, press put mm-hmm. interested. Mm-hmm. They say interested, now they opted in. Once they opted in, great. So can you tell me a little bit more about the property? Starts drilling it down. Okay, can you tell me some of the issues with the property? Starts drilling it down. Okay, what's the pri- what's the best price that you can give us? Nine times out of ten, it's a lower price than what they have listed. Just mm-hmm. off of that one right. ask. Yeah. From there, it goes back to all right. Well, with the repairs that are needed, what is a what is a better price? Yes. So ask yeah. it twice, and then after that, if they don't want to answer, if there's no communication within a within a couple of hours, they'll start working on setting up a booking appointment. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. Okay. I had a question. So when it comes to the AI, man, it kind of, kind of, so you have like, did you create this service? Well. Don't you have a service or something? Yeah, it's auto. Yeah, it's auto AI. Yeah, okay. auto AI. But I didn't create it, right? So okay. that's not it. Uh, I've you didn't create AI? <laughs> no. That's all I got to interview today. Silicon Valley guys that are way smarter than yeah. me created all that stuff. But, I mean, uh, like, you know, the, like the Prada, like yeah. with it yeah, for yeah. investors. So, uh, you know, just like just like everything else, right? I see this. I saw this product here, and then I saw this product here, and combine the two. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is, right? It is a CRM, but the CRM is able to connect the AI, and it's be being able to have everything seamlessly in one spot. Uh, you guys have seen, right, CRMs like Podio, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clunky, yeah. um, right? Certain things just don't work right, and or they're not built for wholesaling, right? So that's what it was. I was like, okay, so this one's the one, not only that, it's the only one that could actually integrate with, with, the, with AI, AI other than Salesforce, right? So Salesforce is too expensive for mm-hmm. our, you know, it's, 
I worked with the Salesforce at Bank of America, and they had to have everything super customized, right? Got it. So this one gives the customability, but it's not as expensive. That's all it is. So are you noticing that sellers or homeowners are more open to negotiating and giving more information to the text versus a human? So yes, the quick answer is yes. The explanation is, is this, right? Now, when you actually order your food, right? Okay. Would you rather order it with a human being through, through a counter or would you actually want to order it online? Right? It's about mm-hmm. 50 Depends 50, where I'm at. Right? Yeah. Depends <laughs> on where you're at, right? But my whole yes. thing is that my experience is that when I order it online, it's less likely that it's messed up. True. Mm-hmm. So true. Right? So yeah, because, the, and I hate to say it, humans, like we just, we have other things going on. Especially the newer ones. Right? Like, <laughs> the newer <yeah>. humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're distracted, we're slow, like, you know, it, just all those things, right? Yeah. Um, so then this kind of cuts that out, right? If a seller wants to sell just based off of the responses on, though, can some people tell it's a bot? Maybe, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about 60% there. My point of it is, is that, yeah, it's 60% there right now. What's going to happen in a year from now? Yeah. Is it going to be 90%, right? And then at least, and if it's going to be 90%, people are not going to be able to notice the difference between the bot or yeah. human being, right? So that's that's the reason why. And then and also, I, also with the AI, not to cut you off, no, sorry, no, no, George, no. but the more you use it and the more it's getting prompts yes, and everything right. like that, the better it becomes. Mm-hmm. So like you said, in a year, yeah, you might be at 85 90%. Right, right, exactly. So people are more likely to at least start the conversation off with a text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay, you're interested in, in, in the house that I'm trying to sell? Yes, absolutely. Great. What information do you want from it? Boom. And at least these responses are happening while I'm here. So this saves right. time, you know. Yeah. So these these product this product is is doing all of the work while I'm still doing other things, right? What about Well, I think yeah, would you think as it grows and gets better, it could take it to like the real offer? Or do you think that human needs to jump in? I think it will. I yeah. think it will. Like we, we've we been testing where it already automatically gives an offer. Obviously our offers are not, are not like ideal mm-hmm. for certain sellers, yeah. right? But at least they're open to it. Right. So we've cool, been testing man. it, right? So it's a matter of how is the delivery, just like everything else, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's how is the delivery when you're presenting the offer, right? And we are still in a people business. So at the end yeah. of the day, I think a conversation with a person is going to be is is going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like you're not you're not going to tell me an 85-year-old seller is going to go ahead and just sign away on <laughs> yeah, a text yeah. from an offer from yeah. an AI bot that went ahead and sent you a document by DocuSign. You know, like yeah. right. You know what I mean? There it's not it's it, it may happen for somebody that may be younger but not right now. Yeah, people Got still it. want to know who they're doing business with. Exactly. And I mean, and that even goes back to like open door or things like that. Yeah, you can, they will send you out the offer, but still they have somebody on the back end that follow up, talk, have that conversation right. and stuff like that. So yeah, I see it as a good lead generating source and filter through those leads. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you want to be able to jump on that phone with, right. a, with a live person because Mike might say, you know, yeah, you know what? Is that the best offer you can give? And I might drop my price, you know, ten grand, right? Fifteen grand. Where the bot would just, you know, accept that offer. Correct. Exactly. You don't know what you can uncover until you right. actually have a real conversation. But at the end of the day, okay, so you have ten thousand leads, right? And then it now focuses it down, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. down to a thousand leads that are viable, 
right, from yep. those thousand leads, which ones are the 50 to 100 that you can capitalize on and then convert? Right. That's what that's yep. the whole point of this bot. Without you having to go through those 10,000, without mm-hmm. you having to go through those thousand, yeah. right? It's it's a matter of getting only focusing on the work that is going to best give you the best payout. And a cost, a cost associated yeah. with having somebody yeah. to filter through that 10,000 to get to that 100, you know, that's possibly going to sell or possibly going to be on a follow-up drip system or something like that. Yeah. You know, that's the cost that you have to look at because when we do a lot of cold calling, you know, it's people just always on the phone, but you have this you know, AI that can get through those initial conversations. Right, yeah, look at the cost of PPC, right? So at one point in time, me and my partner, we were spending $10,000 every single month on PPC. Wow. And it was like, okay, great, we would get results, but they weren't the results that we wanted, right? And we can go back and look at our marketing and go, okay, well, we can fine tune our marketing to go ahead and get us the results that we want to. Okay, fine, right? But let's just say, for example, I'm doing the PPC, right? And all of a sudden, somebody calls me right now. I can't answer that phone. Right. I just spent ten grand on that one lead that I can't answer the mm-hmm. phone because I'm doing this and I'm trying to grow my business. Yep. AI is going to be to the point where it's going to answer that phone call. It's going to screen that, that seller. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be able to dictate whether it's a good lead, good viable mm-hmm. lead or not for you. So do you have, can you put this on like the front page of your website? The, the prompt? The prompt? Like someone goes on you know, cashnowhomes.com, if that's your website, and then they're like, hey, they don't feel like calling you, but they'll talk to your chat. They could do the chat, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So okay. we've, we were, we've been trying to integrate it with our Wix, we have a Wix website, right? Mm-hmm. So the Wix website does have a chat bot on there, but the chat bot has prompts, so it's like name, Auto. and then from there, okay, what's your reason for chatting with mm-hmm. us? And then if it doesn't have a solution, it'll just kind of go, all right, put your name and email and phone number, right? The, the AI can't connect to that Wix website gotcha. yet, or at least I don't know of it yet, but within, our, within this CRM, it's able to. Got so okay. as an example, the other way to do it is, is that, hey, if you need assistance, text, one, two, mm-hmm. text help at one, two, three, four, five, now they opt in and then the AI can go ahead and assist them. There you go. Okay. Good. So Good. solutions can cool. be created. It's just they have to be pro- and they have to be done. Yeah, yeah. Love it, man. Mm-hmm. So what? What else? So okay. So got your part. Your par- you did your first couple deals. Got your partner. So I'm assuming you quit your job somewhere. Or you went to your solo <laughs> yeah. loan officer. Mm-hmm. Started doing deals. And there, was there a point where you just stopped doing the loan officer? Said. I'm done. Uh, so yeah, the there was a point. Let me tell you the story, right? Yep. So one day, one day I had a, a, a deal where a guy was a he was buying his home, and he was at a job site, and he's like, "Hey, I have my paycheck." And so as a loan officer and inside of a loan, you have to gather documents, mm-hmm. a bunch of documents, mm-hmm. and it's a big old long list. And then because there's a lot of red tape in somebody bank or bank, right. or, you know, one of the big banks trying to lend you money, so guys over there saying, hey, I have my I have my pace up, which is the only thing that we needed in order for us to close the transaction. And so he was all the way in like Tolleson, right? I'm here in Phoenix, which is about 60, 60 minutes away, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, I have my paycheck. And I was like, okay, great. Take a picture. He's like, oh, my camera's broken. I was like, okay, can somebody else take a picture for you? He's like, nah, we're, we're busy at work. And, and he didn't put as an, much of an importance as... Right on him trying to purchase a house versus me trying to get paid on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I had another, I had a deal, a wholesaling deal, where I had the potential to make $25,000, right? And I had to go visit the seller at the exact same time that this guy calls me. 
at the exact same time, he's like, so either go to Tolson and pick up the pay and pick up the paycheck in order for me to close that loan so that they can get their house, or try to make twenty five thousand dollars from this mm-hmm. seller, mm-hmm. right? That was the that was the that was the time, right? At yeah. that time, and so that was about three years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago, and then obviously my easy decision was I'll take the opportunity to try to make twenty five thousand right, dollars because right. if he's not, he's he doesn't care enough to try to bring that to where I need it to, yeah. to try to get it to me, then obviously my focus is going to be on elsewhere. On mm-hmm. Right. So then that happened about three years ago. Right. I still do loans, but now I just do hard money. Does Got that it. make sense? Okay. Yeah, I, I've, it's funny in this business, uh, you realize like what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You have to, be, you have to design your own life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So that's where I was at. I was like, well, I don't want to do these knockdown drag out, Loans, loans, right? Yeah. These hard, hard, difficult loans. I'd rather make my life easy, right? Yeah, right. And people that have have done hard money loans, they understand like the risks involved. They understand the rates. They understand the process, and um, you know, and that's that's kind of the angle that yeah. I've, that I've taken. So cool. I do a little bit of that, and then some. It's some well in your business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all within within mm-hmm. the, the circle of my influence. My, my question though is, after you went for that twenty five thousand dollar lead. Did you call the guy back afterwards to go get that deal? <laughs> well, <Right. laughs> hey, you know what? I'm on my way to Tulsa now. <laughs> he ended up he ended up finding a spot. He ended up finding cool. a title company that was over there. They took a picture. They took a All scan right. of it and then they sent it. Get but, it closed. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, <laughs> yeah. right? But it was it was one of those things where I had that was the decision. This, you yeah, know, and, sure. and yeah. you you guys have been there, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like I need to make this decision. And that was a that was it was a, it was an easy decision for me at that point. Yeah, I this when I made that transition from working full time, I just remember having like thirty thousand in the bank or something. I'm like, yo, I did this in like three four months. That's like a year's pay at yep. the time. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this does not make sense. Right. So yeah, true. Absolutely. Believe in yourself out there. Yeah. If you're absolutely. out there listening. Yeah, absolutely. No, so, keep on keep on going. Keep yeah, on going. Man. Don't stop. So what's next, George? What do you have next coming up? What are you seeing? First of all, what are you seeing in the market now? So being an investor out here with times changing. So right now we're in Arizona, Texas, Ohio, and we're going to be starting in Nevada, right? So those are the markets that we're doing outreach on, right? We were trying Florida. I don't like that market. Do you guys? Do you guys see anything? Never been there. Never been there? Never been there. Okay. Or wholesale there. Or wholesale there. So... Back when I was also starting, I was calling people out of the, it was nationwide, right? Mm, okay. we, I first started in Michigan, like making phone calls over the phone because when I was selling loans, it was easy for me to make phone calls anywhere. Right. And yeah. as long as I, we had the contract, okay, we just send in the contract by email, mm-hmm. had the DocuSign, send it back, and then all of a sudden we had a wholesale deal. So for me to go ahead and, and transition in all, all throughout the nation is not a problem. Right. Right. So in these markets, what I saw is that in Florida, it's a very highly competitive market, but you can go broke very, very fast. Right. They're requiring at least 10 percent of the purchase price, price, purchase price right off the bat. And then 10 percent, 10 percent of whatever the price is. Right. So 300,000, you need to 30 grand for a down payment. Down like, payment. That's part of that's part of the earnest money. Earnest money. What? Yeah. And it's due within three days when you guys sign the contract. That's like a law. That's the law. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, EMD, 10 percent EMD, EMD, investments or like everything, no, just everything, everything, everything. It's, it's a couple of other yeah, states that's like that. And, yeah. and it's a lot of condos and a lot of a lot of restrictions and stuff wow. like that. Because I was like, we'll go into Miami. We'll go into Miami-Dade, right? Just because mm-hmm. that's the, the, one of the hottest markets right now. But okay. 
it is so ultra competitive that okay, you need to have you need to have a very very big bankroll in order yeah. for you to get into that market. Okay, so all right, we're out of that. Mm-hmm. But Texas is great. Texas is great, very flexible. I forgot to mention North Carolina. North Carolina is also very great, very flexible. A lot of older homes there as well. Where in North mm-hmm. Carolina are you working? Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte and Fayetteville. Oh, Fayetteville. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a friend in Fayetteville. So if you have any deals. And we got a deal in Roanoke Rapids, if that rings a bell. Roanoke, no. No, but, okay. Okay. Okay, I throw it out there. I'm sorry. We're doing <laughs> <a podcast. laughs> just have it. <laughs> All right, no, sorry, George. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been working. And, you know, when I was newer, since I was making phone calls, that was one of my first. That was also, as soon as I closed this one here in Tolson, I closed that one. And that was another $20,000 check. And I was like, oh, my God, I can do this anywhere? Mm-hmm. Like, there, so there's no limit. There's no stop. Like, you know, right. I, I, was, I was amazed. So. That's great, but yeah, man. what I'm seeing in the market is just depends on the market, right? Texas yeah. is, is right, good right. because it's still competitive enough where you can still make an offer where people are not like, what in the world are you doing? Mm-hmm. But it's open enough to where you could still have time to sell it, right? So yeah. that's what I'm seeing. So okay. what are you guys working on? What's new? What's upcoming? Right now we're buying and holding. Just so holding. just buying and holding, right? So we ha- we own a couple of multi-unit mm-hmm. uh, properties, and we're looking for more. Here in town or where? Here in town. Well, one's in uh, Apache Junction. Okay. The other one is in Yuma, and then we have one in Tempe. Awesome. So, okay. yeah, so Perfect. three units, five units, and seven units. So are you doing some of your marketing around finding those buying holds? Well, when it, we have such a big community of wholesalers here mm-hmm. that, you know, you just kind of shop through mm-hmm. what everybody's selling, right? The occasional, the occasional multi-unit pops up in there. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're looking at, you're looking to see if you can capture it, right? Okay. And through our general marketing, mm-hmm. they come in. You are. Right. right. You know. Are you seeing a lot of multifamily in the market? Not really. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, but that just means it's an opportunity somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So either sellers don't want to sell or, or something, right? Something's kind of holding them back. Yeah. My thing is, is that since the subject to and the seller finance thing has kind of opened, right? I think that that's going to be the place where you're going to be able to capture more multi-units, at least my, yeah. from my end, right? Okay. okay, who cares, right? If it's a million dollars, but it's still making you 10000 every single month, and the seller goes ahead and finances you for, you know, the monthly payment at six grand, who cares? You're netting four, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what does it matter right, if the right. billion dollar price tag is on there? It just depends on what the rate is that they're that they're paying and all this and all that. So Either I, way. Gotcha. So someone listening a little bit newer, like, oh, I like that idea. How, how, how do I approach subject to leads? And what do I do? Where do I go? How would you, how would you pull up a list? So with us, it's just part of our normal marketing process, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get a cash offer no matter what. Of so course. the first thing is always going to be your cash offer. From there, if they don't want the cash offer, they we ask if they're open to any creative finance solutions, right? And then from there, it's now a drill down. This requires a human being, unfortunately, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's not part of the AI. But the AI will at least let us know if they're interested. That's cool. Once it's interested, now it's pick up the phone, have a conversation. Okay, so great. Okay. You're interested in seller financing. What are, what are you looking what are, what are your needs, right? What are your goals the, for, to the seller? Are you going to be leaving this as a legacy to your to, you know, to your, to your family? Or is it something that you want out? You're going to move over to to, uh, to Wisconsin, yeah. you know, what's kind of your goal? Based off of that goal, then now we can go ahead and create the structure right. for seller financing. But I mean, it's no different than than buying a car. It's no yeah. different than, you know, than even the even on your cell phones, right? What does AT and T do, right? Oh, here's your free mm-hmm. here's your free phone. But what we're going to do is we're going to mm-hmm. charge you month right. by month on yeah. the back end, and is part of your bill, right? Right. So, but you're getting a phone with zero down. Yep. 
right? Mm-hmm. So it's the exact same thing as trying to purchase a purchase a property, just bigger numbers, right? Right, bigger you, numbers, it, yeah. It can be done. And a lot of people just, I think, there's that stigma of it's a house, it's the most expensive thing in the world. You know what I mean? Your biggest yeah. purchase of your life. They don't think it. It's hard for the new person to wrap their head around that. It's but still yeah, just yeah. a transaction. Yeah. yeah, it's still a transaction, yeah. right? But your seller has to get what they they need at right. least a, at least a good portion of it in order for everybody to win, right? Yeah. They, and and that's the that's the whole that's the whole main thing of it, you know. When wholesaling or doing any kind of deal structure is, you know, how can we structure this so it's a benefit for us, but yet a benefit for the seller. Also, when you can marry that. So listen, guys, when you can match that and make that happen, that's when you have a deal. Yeah. You know, it's not because, oh, I won or the seller won, but when you can make sure everything is aligned where it's a benefit for me as the buyer and it's a benefit for the seller, that's where the the true magic happens. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've even done novations, which... A lot of people don't even know mm-hmm. how to do, but like, yeah, we've done that. We did a deal in Yuma where um, the guy, he's like, he, he was an ex-vet, and we were like, he, he was an ex-vet. He couldn't, he didn't have mobility to go and fix the property, mm-hmm. right? So he just couldn't, and then he didn't have the funds for it either. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up doing is like, we asked him, well, how much do you want for it? And he's like, oh, well, I want 140 and I was like, okay, fine. We couldn't, it wasn't a wholesale deal. And we couldn't list it because the house was just kind of busted mm-hmm. up. And so, okay, well, what are we going to do? All right. We looked into what novations were. We were like, okay, great. Went ahead and, and put it under contract as a novation for 140 Went ahead and paid for the repairs on there. It cost us like seven grand. Seven grand. Turned around and we ended up selling the property for 190 From there, minus the $3,000 in commission or whatever, we ended up netting like 38 or so nice or whatever okay. so yeah and it was a great deal but you know it, we helped him out because he was like i yep. don't care about the house and i'm just going to let it go in foreclosure if it if i can't fix it okay well how about if we make you the monthly payments on it right now mm-hmm. while we fix it and while we have it on the market and he's like yeah fine no problem that was his advantage we now took a debt off of his off of his yep. off of his hands we got him the money that he needed yeah, and not only did, mm-hmm. and, and then from there, obviously, we profited from it. But awesome, man! You know. How'd you guys learn about the not how, but like, or how did you learn the innovation? Because it's different than a normal wholesale deal. Yeah, it's, a little hoops you got to jump through. Yeah, yeah well, nothing crazy, but yeah, it's okay. It's I understand what um what was it? Gosh, what's that term in real estate? It was net listing. Born in '75 and grew up in the '80s, and I knew that net listings were big in the '80s and '90s, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know what the actual intricacies of it were, right? And I guess net listings have been kind of frowned upon on the industry mm-hmm. or whatever. The reality of it is, is that it is just like that. A seller says, I want to go ahead and just make this amount of money. I don't care what else you make on the other on the other hand, right? But the house still needs some love, right? Yeah. It still needs some repair. Yeah. It needs some of that, right? So what it is, is just basically saying, okay, here's your here's the price that you want. Great. Do you mind if we make some money on it? I don't care if you go ahead and make some money. Okay, so this is how the arrangement is. Everything is on a contract, and once that contract's signed, we're good. How do we research it? Well, there's a couple of options, right? YouTube, you mm-hmm. can go mm-hmm. into it. There's a, co- uh, a couple of people on there. Steve Trang is excellent mm-hmm. in regards to it. There's an Ovation King. Yeah, he's yeah, great too. Yeah. Yes, you guys have seen that. Yep. So, and but we understood the con- I understood the concept of it yeah. even from back in the day. So to me, it was just it's another sales tool. Right. Yep, exactly. Right? So. 
I'm one of those uh, handyman, right? That mm-hmm. if, uh, if a seller comes in and says, hey, I have this problem. Okay, great. I have this solution. Right. I have this other problem. Okay, well, great. I have this solution. Right? Tools. So, yeah, the mm-hmm. more tools you have in your tool belt, just the better The better you are and the more deals you're going to make. Yeah. Love it, man. Yeah, your look into those innovations. Okay. What are we at? What time is it? Seven? All right. You guys are already yeah. tired of talking with me? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Stay on schedule. No, no. So yeah, tell us what's what's next. Uh, what do you work? Oh, we kind of went over what you're working on, but like, how do we get a hold of you? Yeah, how do you we know, reach you? Yeah, yeah. Um, Instagram, G Applicano, G Applicano, Deal Junkie as well. Deal Junkie RE is uh, on on Instagram as well. You can hit me up there. But basically, I'm on all socials, right? Yeah. So okay. Twitter and all of that stuff. I've been posting posting out content where I can just go over deals with people, mm-hmm. just to how I do the flipping calculator, how you can do airbnbs and short-term rentals and things like that and how you calculate how you actually make money awesome so, so they submit the deals or are you just bringing examples i'm welcome to for anybody oh. to submit deals i just i just grab, grab examples from here right okay. so a wholesale blast out of property i okay. just grab them grab a random wholesale deal i'll analyze it and okay. see if it's see if it's a deal for a fix and flip or if you can do short-term a short-term rental, long-term rental, or whatever. I give the exit strategy. That's helpful, Perfect. man. Perfect. I, I yeah. think that's like one of the biggest questions you get from new people is like, I don't know what's a deal or how do you know? You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's cool yeah. that you do Absolutely, that. right? Awesome. Yeah, you, and uh, you know, you just look at your percentages and there you go, yeah. Love it. All right. Awesome. Anything else, Marcus? No, I think that's it, man. George, you gave us a lot of content on today. I mean, we went over novations. We went over lead sources, Virtual wholesale and AI. AI. AI, yeah, yeah, Gotta quite a bit, it. quite a bit. So, oh, awesome. did I tell you about my coaching program? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have we have everything. We'll we'll make sure we put it in the show notes. How people can reach out to you, contact oh, yeah. you. Okay. Um, and yeah, let us know when you do the deal analysis. That way, we can put that in the show notes too. Sure. So is it like every Tuesday, every Thursday? Is it a certain every week. time? Once. Okay. I do one every week. Cool. Okay. Awesome. All right, perfect. So, any last words before we let you go? George? Uh, no, yeah, just don't quit. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. I know this, you know, when you're first starting off, it's just y- your mind can't wrap your head around certain things, and you just have to bust through that. And the only way to bust through that is not quit. There you go. Doing it. Yep. All right. Yep. Thank All you, right, man. guys. So, thank you. You know what to do. Get out there and take massive action. This is Marcus Maloney, the host of the Azria Show, and we air every Friday at 8 a.m. on all your podcast platforms. So, we would love to have you, love to have you as a loyal listener. Thank you once again, and we will see you next Friday at 8 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Azria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delprine. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.